0: Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: And welcome back. Today is the day we search the planet, the universe, and today, eBay, for the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade. Um, this is really an exceptional buy. Uh, Bose has always made some of the best products, you know, sound systems, earphones, and such. And for the most part, they're very expensive, uh, as high-end headphones can be. But they have come out with on eBay. There's a sale going on, and this is the Bose SoundTrue on-ear headphones. They're brand new. Now, they do not uh, include the original packaging. So it comes in a box without the original packaging, but they are brand new. And these, uh, the description is: this item is in new condition, but does not contain the original packaging. The product will be shipped in a plain box containing the headphones, inline remote, microphone cable, and carrying case. So you get everything you're supposed to get with these, except for the original box. Now these normally sell for $179.95, but you can get them on eBay today for 49 bucks, $49.95. Ninety-five cents. So you're saving hundred and thirty dollars, seventy-two percent off the price, and uh, that's that's quite a price for these. Um, Marcia, you, I don't know if you ever used. I've not used Bose headsets, but I certainly use Bose speakers in my house.
2: Uh, All I ever re- use is Bose headsets.
1: Okay, so there and, you go. So you And you didn't yeah.
2: send me a link to this, so I can't oh. take a look. Oh, yeah, it's at on it. there.
1: Yeah, it is on there. You have to look. I never at it. made it it's through.
2: There. I'm looking right now.
1: Okay, um, I'll send never you. Never made that. it
2: through. Anyway. Um, I always do. I always buy them on eBay because they have these that – oh, wait, I got it. Uh Uh
1: Um, Uh
2: Well, it didn't say eBay.
1: Oh, well, excuse (laughs) me.
2: Um, Yeah, so on-ear headphones, there's nothing better than a Bose headphone. I only buy the noise-canceling, the QC, Mm -hmm. Quiet Comfort. And I've always bought them on eBay because it's it's a great deal.
1: So, yeah, they really yeah. they're really nice. They come out with uh, you know, like I say, if you can get over the fact that you're not going to get the original box, and who really cares? Because what are you going to do with the box anyway? All you're all going to do is open it up and uh, throw it away. So check out eBay if you want a really and just good so price you know, on these.
2: these. I'm on eBay right now. They are incredibly beautiful because oh, they they are. Are they're the really white nice. ones with the uh, blue teal. Accents, and that's what my quiet comfort ones are. So for forty-nine yeah. ninety-five, these are great. You know, I might even consider replacing my Sony's that I use during the show
1: with. This. Yeah, there you go. Cool yeah, there. That's a really great price. So again, yeah. these are the Bose Sound True on-ear headphones in new condition. Uh, you can buy it now for forty-nine dollars and ninety-five cents uh, on eBay today, and that is our buy of the week.
2: Goodbye you. of the week, Mark. Goodbye of the week. Goodbye. eBay goodbye, is goodbye. just amazing. In in my new book, <clears throat> eBay for Dummies, tenth edition, I do I do talk about the small fact. plug. Yeah. And if you look at the top of any eBay page, you'll see a link to a brand outlet. I mean, I buy my Dyson. I've got that excruciatingly expensive Dyson hairdryer. dryer. Oh yeah, the four hundred dollar,
1: five hundred dollar.
2: Yeah, I got it. I got it for three hundred, refurbished and by Dyson. It's the best friggin' hair dryer ever. I live and breathe for that hair dryer. Dyson really? invented the, oh my God, what a, oh, oh, it's the best. I'm seriously looking at that outrageously overpriced hair, because you know, my hair is my thing. Right, and exactly. And yeah, it, it is the best hair dryer, little uh, unsolicited review here, best hair dryer
1: ever. It's actually funny because the person that cuts my hair uses one, and I, I, I've actually said to her, "Do you like it?" She goes, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't spend five hundred dollars for it or whatever it costs. It
2: really blows.
1: Yeah, it, <laughs> well, it does. It definitely does. Um, you know, a, a couple of things. We let's. Just, oh, you wanted to, before we go on to other stories. I do want to hit a couple of stories that we were going to do in the first half and didn't. Um, what did you talk about think? The, chin- we, the chair? Okay. Yo, okay, you the want to chair. The chair, last week's
2: Buy yeah. of the Week. Yeah. I bought one and you bought one.
1: I did. Now, my regular
2: chair is an Aaron Herman Miller chair, uber expensive chair, but I've had it for 10 years. Uh, my complaint, somebody could start a business, and I Googled it, and there are no services. There are advice on how to refurbish it yourself. Mm-hmm. But for gosh sakes, you don't have a business, study the videos, call Herman Miller, start a business, and refurbish people's, tune them up, and make them mm-hmm. tight and brand new like they used to be when they were new because they're extremely expensive chairs.
1: Right, exactly. But,
2: um, yeah. So our chair, chair so what, what did you think? It's 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 okay. It's it is stiff. I'm actually liking the back support. I like yep, that. Me too. It isn't as floppy as my old chair was.
1: Nor is mine, all right? All
2: right. But, um, yeah, it, it's not bad. For $85, Mark, it was yeah. a great deal.
1: It was. It was a great, and it's cool looking. Um, I And maybe it'll break itself in a little bit, as I was telling Marcia, before, you know, as we're talking off air, uh, that it's not, as Marcia said, as comfortable as maybe a chair you've had. But, you know, you have had your chair, and it probably broke in, and maybe the original chair I had was not as comfortable when I first sat in it as it right, is now. Right, right. You know? But it is more ergonomic. It gives you the neck support and the uh, you know the lumbar support and all that for 80. As Marshall said, for 85 bucks. So um, and yeah. uh, so it
2: was the Hanmal H O N M A L L.
1: Yep, it's probably still chair. floating around on there. I'm yeah, trying to remember where it it's still on Amazon. I saw it this Amazon. morning. Amazon. Okay. This Same morning. price.
2: I saw it. Yep, same price, 85 bucks, okay. or it's cool. $90 with a coupon. If you need yeah, an exactly. office chair, highly recommend it. If that's your price point, it's definitely worth it. It's cool yeah, looking, Yeah, because those,
1: and those ergonomic chairs that you buy are, as you say, expensive, $1,000, $1,200, maybe more for, you know, if you go out and buy. Right. Like oh, yeah, said, yeah, yeah, exactly, but those chairs of office,
2: also that they have over at Best Buy and all, they're just so terrible, Right, legit exactly. terrible.
1: Yeah, and that's That's, yet another reason to listen to uh, computer and tech radio. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, a couple
2: of things that we didn't uh, do. You found something about
1: Tinder. Yeah yeah service. I think I actually I think this is interesting you know a lot of people use dating services I know my daughter did years ago before she met her true love and um, they, you know you have to be careful because you don't know who you're connecting with uh, tinder has now integrated three new safety features in their app they have one called noonlight they describe it as a silent bodyguard for its users it allows the details of a date to be entered into their timeline before it happens if anything happens that you're uncomfortable with you can discreetly trigger an emergency service, they know your location, and hopefully they send someone there to help you. I don't know what that means, hopefully, but that's what they say. Uh, The second safety feature is called photo verification, helps reassure anyone viewing your profile that the photos they see are authentic. Uh, To get the verification, a Tinder user self-authenticates by taking a series of real-time photos or selfies, Uh, then they compare them to your profile. A human-assisted AI decides if the photos are true to life. If so, it'll add a blue check mark to them, uh, and, which is kind of cool. And then the last feature is a new section in the Tinder app called the Safety Center, developed with uh, the Match Group Advisory Council, and provides information on new features as well as evolving collections of resources and tools. So they want to use it, and, and I, you know, I think this is a good idea. Uh, I think that you want to be safe. You always worry about. Uh, the, the wrong person or, or someone not telling I mean, it's one thing. Nobody ever tells you how tall or how heavy they are or how old they are. That's okay. The other stuff can be very, very dangerous. So I, I applaud Tinder for doing this because I think it's a really great idea, and I think they should continue to do that.
2: Well, um, another piece of advice I want to give people, every time you use Uber, share your ride with somebody. There uh-huh. is a thing you can click in your ride that says share your ride with, and you share your ride, and it shows up on their phone as text messages. Yeah. And that's just a safe thing. People know who you are and where you are. By the way, Valencia said hey, Valencia is on there, one of our listeners, and she said she will be running the Hot Chocolate 15K in Atlanta on 15K. Super Bowl Sunday.
1: Wow, 15K. 15K. Good she for says you, she's
2: attempting the 15K part this time. She did 5K last year. So Valencia, we're proud of you.
1: Uh, we are very proud. Keep that up. Keep yourself healthy. That's fan- 15K. That's a long ways. Uh, that's that's pretty much what I walked at CES, but I did it over a day. She's going to do it over hours, I'm right. sure. So that good for her. Uh, one quick and thing. Just I, the, oh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say one quick story that uh, we were going to talk about because the, the, I just think it's funny. Apparently, Vermont passed a bill or is going to pass a bill that allows you to use emojis in your license plate. So Perfect. I think that's pretty Perfect. funny and cute. You want an had emoji in your had license plate? we had one other
2: one that had uh, police rollout facial technology. Yeah, London. In London.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
2: folks, what I've been telling you look up on the polls, there's cameras everywhere. They're already using this and all. of. The, oh, we're we're not using facial recognition. Oh, no, oh, no, they use it. Every police department is, I mean, actually, at least in China, they have signs that says, look, pictures, take, pic, you know, Smile, we're taking pictures. Smile, you're on candid camera. Well, basically, it's here. There's cameras here. Don't break the law.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly. China well, three, at
2: least is open about
1: it. <laughs> yeah, no, there you go. Three U.S. cities, San Francisco, Oakland, and Somerville, Massachusetts, have banned the technology. So uh, that's kind of interesting, but every you know, you every FBI program you see, you know, you feel like there's a camera everywhere you go, and for the most part, there probably is. Yeah, let's is. pick up the
2: camera feed. Yeah, because you, it. Remember that you also have stores who have security cameras.
1: Of course. They can They're ban all cameras they everywhere. Want, but
2: stores still have security cameras.
1: Yeah, of course, exactly. I think they finally, in California, they finally got rid of the uh, red light cameras that, you know, they used to snap your photo. And I think for the most part, they got rid of those. And I can't quite remember why they did that. You're
2: talking about they, traffic control cameras.
1: Yeah, traffic control cameras, right, where they took a picture to prove that you actually went through the red light and you didn't get stopped by an officer. They just sent you the ticket in the mail with, oh, by the way, your picture in the ticket. Did you ever have that happen to yourself? Uh,
2: Got a picture of Kurt that way. It's a great picture. I got one of myself, I have to admit. We put it up on Canvas, and it's hanging in the living room. It's really lovely.
1: (laughs) How cute. That's great. Uh, Okay, so uh, you had some Google Photo tips.
2: Yeah, because Google Google Photos is just great. And Fast Company came up with a list of some great tips that I did want to share with you. And their first tip is back them up and clear them out. Why? Because photos are huge and they take up a lot of space mm-hmm, they do. and blah blah blah. Uh, download the app to your phone, which is Google Photos, and let me see. Um, and it will let you know how much photos you have. And you just turn back up and sync because it's free to back up and sync. You've got two options for upload so- sizes high quality or original quality i got to tell you, nobody really needs that 16-megabyte uh, photo of your dog. No. <laughs> you don't even. <laughs> well, wait
1: a minute now. Don't go crazy. No.
2: Well, high-quality backs your photos and videos up for free. And other things, you have storage limits. I've bought, uh, what, 200 gigabytes on Google, so I don't really care. Yeah, right. And because I want to have a backup of what's in the cloud. I don't have all the faith that y'all do that the cloud is never something's never going to happen, and I'm not going to lose pictures. And someday we're going to have a story. People are noticing photos falling off of their Google Photos or Apple Photos. Yeah, right. I just have a backup at home. We talked about we were at CES, and for under a hundred dollars, you can get a a gigabyte a little backup drive.
1: Backup drive. Just back yeah, up
2: for your sure. your photos. What's the big yeah. deal?
1: I cannot tell you how often people come up to me, despite my shirt that says "No, I won't help you with your tech issues," um, that they they don't have enough storage on their phone. Uh, oh, you know, I don't understand. I can't store anything anymore. So I look at their phone and I see that they've got eight billion photos on the phone, and I tell them this is why your sixty-four gig or hundred and you know twenty-eight or whatever it is won't allow you to upload anything or download anything anymore because you got too many photos on there. And it's a common thing because you don't think about it the way we used to. Oh, it costs me every time I print a, f- a photograph. Well, people don't print photographs as much as they used to. So uh, just you got to keep your, your phone, your devices clean. And by the way, if you store a bunch of photos on there and you've used up your uh, your space on your, com- on your phone or on your computer, you can't update your computer anymore because these updates are massive. And if you've got a lot of gigabytes that you need for an update, you're not going to be able to do it anymore. So, Back up to
2: Google Photos, which I think I know about Apple Photos, but I, Google Photos is the cheapest. I pay, uh, and Google Photos is free. I happen to choose to pay because I store email and stuff like that. Right. But I pay a big twenty nine ninety nine for two hundred gigabytes a year.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I pay two ninety nine a month for fifty gigabytes on Apple server. Yeah, so I think that's what it is. Yeah.
2: But but the point is. Oh, and then, you know, like the other article we read, they sell those servers to someone else, and they say, forget it, download all your stuff, or we're going to yeah, delete it. So So exactly. have a local backup of everything. You yeah, can, you know, and it's mostly, honestly, and I write books for seniors, but it's people who are really not very tech-oriented, who, read, mm-hmm. who don't realize that it's the pictures. Just do it. Just back them up. Back yeah. them up. Yeah. Get them off Definitely. your phone. Your phone isn't a photo storage. Your phone isn't iTunes either. But that's another story for another yeah. time.
1: Sharing, hey, is way, sharing. Not- yeah, no. and I spent ninety. I just remember ninety-nine cents a month for fifty gig on Apple. So there that's a pretty good bargain. Um, go. All right. How do you protect your Google logon?
2: Uh, well, you know that's really important. I read this article and this poor woman in Lifehacker. She lost all her Google, or he lost his Google Photos, excuse me, because uh, he screwed up his two-factor authentication. TLDS, okay? It's a, you can screw up. You type in the wrong thing, hit return. How many times have we done that? You don't get a second chance when you're dealing with security and Google. So he had a couple of suggestions, which I think made some, aside from paying for a little extra storage so you can store everything, Mm-hmm. Um, but still, through the account recovery process, let's nobody have special favors, no extra support. It's it, it's just you screw up, you're dead. So yeah, what you, you do? Visit the security section of your Google account settings. Scroll down to ways we can verify it's you. There's a list of questions. Make sure your phone number, recovery email address, and security questions are all accurate. But you see, if you've dropped your phone and broken your phone, you can't respond to a text message. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a tip here. Next, scroll up a smidge and click on two-step verification. You'll have to enter your password again. And now the next screen, turn on two-step verification. And now here is the key. To you better protect it, scroll down and click Show Codes under the Backup Code section. Copy these down right on paper. copy them down. I can't say that enough. Uh, to paraphrase Gandalf, keep them secret and safe. You'll use them to block lock back into your account if for whatever reason you can't access the devices you've set up for two-step authentication. You spell mm-hmm. your mother's name wrong. you spell whatever it is, you make one mistake, you're locked out forever. Yep. So if you copy down these backup codes, you will always be able to use them, put them on Post-it notes, hide them everywhere. Yeah, I know, that's not safe to do. But somebody right. still would have to have your password to get far enough in to use these codes. So get your backup codes. A lot of other websites offer that. Um, and again, strong password manager, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but there you go. Google actually in Chrome suggests incredible Passwords. there's a built-in password manager to Google Chrome. You don't have to download a thing. It's in there, and it will suggest if your accounts are ever compromised in a data breach, Google will suggest to offer you a password, and it's one of those great passwords that are usually on password managers, and you can mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, so, great idea. it's free service. Copy down those codes.
1: Uh, there you go. Uh, all right, so uh, thanks to PC Magazine. They did a uh, Best Streaming Devices. If So, you know, there's so much talk now about streaming, cutting the cord, you know, dropping your DirecTV, dropping your dish network. People are dropping them in large bundles of people and looking for alternatives to watching television in different ways. So here's some of the devices that they rated as what they call their editor choices. Uh, it's the Amazon Fire TV Cube. Uh, Now, just so you know, Mark,
2: for what Mark's telling you, 4.5 was the highest rating, and the only stuff that rated 4.5 was from Amazon. So go ahead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, isn't that interesting? Uh, So it's the Amazon Fire TV Cube. It's $119 at Amazon. Uh, And I I do not have a Fire TV Cube. I have a Fire Stick. Uh, Do you have a Fire Cube?
2: No, we have the Fire TV, TV Stick 4K. We've got multiple ones. We've got them in all our TVs. Right. And we love them. And, yes, it's probably $49.99, but it, uh, holidays and big sale times, it goes down. I think I got the cheapest one for 20 bucks. So, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. for the sales. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did the Fire Stick. It was very nice because, man, you may have run across this as well. And one of the other pluses, and I have to say Amazon does some things wrong, but they do some great things. When my TV was no longer supported, and my TV's not that old, uh, and it right. said I wouldn't be able to get Prime anymore, they said we won't support it, but here's a $25 credit to buy a Fire Stick. And so it cost me 15 bucks to buy a Fire Stick, and it works great. It's a great device. So that one, as Marcia said, is forty nine ninety nine. Um, there's also the Amazon Fire Stick with Alexa voice remote, which is awesome, and that's the one I have. Works great. I have to say kudos to them because it, uh, you know, with the with the um, Echo device, it works phenomenally well. If you want to spend forty four bucks at Walmart, you can get the Roku Premiere. And that's and again just plugs into your HDMI port, gives you streaming, and also Apple TV. And I and I have Apple TV, and I love it. I think Apple TV works great. Uh, it also has voice activation. And one thing that the Apple TV has that I really like is when you have to, you know, if you enter your password or you enter your email address, and it's a slow process, and you have to go to their keyboard on-screen keyboard to do it. Oh, I they hate voice. They voice allow you to do that. So I can say capital M, A, R, C, at, and it it picks it up flawlessly. So that's Apple TV. More expensive. It's $194 at uh, Walmart, but it works great. And you can also stream things directly to your TV using Apple TV. So if you want to get something off of, say, your iPad, you can mirror it to your TV and watch things on there. Well, you know, Uh, they also
2: said... They also gave pros and cons to each one of these. And I didn't jump in because the Amazon stuff is just so consistent. We all know about it. But the pros of Apple 4K TV is the 4K HDR support, HDR10, Dolby Vision, strong Wi-Fi, Siri with voice remote, Cons are it's expensive, Apple's streaming app selection is still relatively small, and some apps are not yet updated for 4K streaming.
1: So there's that. Now, I didn't even buy the 4K one. I bought the Apple TV non-4K, which is the uh, 1080p HDMI, and uh, so I didn't even bother to buy the 4K. I figured, you know, I'll worry about it five years from now when they actually stream four K television. Um, and then just a couple of other quick ones. You've got the Google Chromecast Ultra for sixty nine bucks. Got a good review. Nvidia Shield TV. Yeah, but it's almost
2: twice the price of the Chromecast uh, regular ten eighty p Chromecast. So right,
1: correct, uh, right. and uh, so that so those are, are are a number of different things that you can pick up, and uh, makes a lot of sense. And I would uh, recommend you do that because streaming is a great way to watch TV. Uh, okay, where were we next? So we were going to talk about uh, passwords.
2: Well, uh, jump. let let me jump through passwords and talk about Amazon degrading other device streams. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, we've noticed that some TVs no longer handle uh, the different apps and because the, they were smart TVs. They had their own programs. I don't understand why they couldn't update them. Do you understand why they just couldn't update them? Uh, no. I don't I it made no sense to me unless there was a problem with privacy and as we know Vizio and a couple of others have yes. uh, real problems. So there's there's that issue and they are saying that Amazon and this is from a website called Interesting Engineering I read the weird websites I love yeah. it. Um that they are Amazon is deliberately degrading Prime Video streaming on Roku and smart TVs, because they want everybody to own a Fire Stick so they can yeah. get the uh, data.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that sucks.
2: So it could be, couldn't be. I kind of trust these people, and it kind of makes sense because, especially when you get the ones that have microphones. You notice there's no discussion of the fact whether they're always on or not. They're always on, and they're always right. listening. So, no thank you. I don't, I don't want something with a microphone. I'm happy with the Fire TV stick that I can just push a button.
1: <laughs> there you go. A couple of quick movies uh, worth watching. I've seen all of these. Uh, Bombshell, which was the Roger Ailes film. It was very well done, very well made. Ford versus Ferrari, outstanding movie much better than I had anticipated. And a beautiful day in the neighborhood, uh, the uh, Mr. Rogers story with Tom Hanks, who did and a And there you job. go.
2: Mark, you want to wish the people uh, your wish?
1: My wish is that you Don't do drink not drink, and, drink and drive. Please do not drink and drive. <laughs> we want you back with us next week.
2: Okay, so this is Marsha Collier. We're going to be back next week. We're going to be live on Twitter. We're going to be on your favorite networks. Please keep listening and tell your friends. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, You've been Wade listening Taylor. to Computer Thanks. and Technology Radio with your
0: hosts, <laughs> Mark Bye-bye. Cohen and Marsha Collier. <laughs> produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.